www.desertstormradio.com Your global DJ network Brought to you by the world famous DJ Clue Hey y'all, it's your girl Anna checking in from Godless Intentions. Today we have a special guest in the building in honor of Women's History Month. It's still Women's History Month and we still are acknowledging the the trailblazers that are making things happen. So welcome Miss Bria, who yes. is a sports journalist. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank so you for coming. Thank you. So I'm excited. I'm excited because... It is not typical to have another woman in the room when sports is being discussed. Absolutely. So this is so dope to me. So I want to know everything. Yes, yes. So how did you get started with this career path? Yes, so I want to say about three years ago, I had this idea that I wanted to have my own platform to either reach out to athletes of all ages. Um, And I actually was able to um, land uh, um, an interview with a professional athlete. She was actually an Olympian. And this was for a school assignment. And so I was like, wow, it's like I actually landed an interview with the Olympian. I have to have a platform to show people. So that's how it kind of got started. And my actual career didn't really start until last year. So it was it was like I had the idea. I sat on a little bit. I did the work and I eventually began to work on my craft on it. That's so cool. So is there a particular sport that you specialize in or do you cover everything? So I cover everything. I don't cover golf that much. I want Uh. to get into (laughs) golf. Okay. Um, I love the excitement of football and basketball in particular because I used to play basketball. Okay. So that's like my first love. Like basketball is everything to me. So um Football, forget about it. I, if I was a guy, I'd be a wide receiver, period. Really? really? <laughs> I love it. I okay. wish I could play it. That's how much I love it. <laughs> okay. So walk me through what uh, a day is like in your career, like if you're covering a basketball event or something yes. like that. So I'm all stats. I love looking at the numbers. Um, a lot of the things that I do pertaining in my job um, is a little different than what I do for sports with Bree. So okay. I do work for the New York Giants, and I'm a <laughs> Cowboy fan, so okay. it's a little, you know, it gets a little a little drama. A little tricky. <laughs> a little tricky. That's interesting. But um, that job is more so marketing, and um, sports with Bree would be um, looking at the daily highlights and um, making sure I'm like, you know, first to know in the front lines, I want to say, of all the new news that's pouring in on a daily. And it's it's like this constantly, especially right now in the NFL. There's um, there's a draft that's going to come up in April. Okay. so prior to that, they're doing all these crazy trades that it's like every five minutes, something is someone signing, someone's getting released. It's insane. So you got to be on your toes. How do you keep up? Honestly, I have my phone and I'm scrolling. (laughs) I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? So it's um it's about getting that news. And I remember um one um person actually told me it was like man like the first time I like heard about the news um from this trade was from you and I was like oh my god that's so, <laughs> so it was special so I was like okay people are looking people are reading and um that that encourages you more on the journey so definitely a special moment <laughs> wow so what what platforms do you uh broadcast on so right now it's just sports with the Bree. 
Okay. So that's like my baby. That's like essentially where everything started. Okay. Um, I do want to move more into the um, NFL as far as doing that. But right now I'm in the marketing department. So it's a complete different feel. But I actually like that I was able to get that opportunity because um, coming from sales and then moving into that, it was like I kind of felt like I was in my element. And then um, I also felt that it could open more doors in the future. So, so marketing for the Giants. Exactly. So what, what, is, what, what is that like? So when I first started, um, well, so let me go back a little bit. So okay. I want to say it was in July. It was in July, and I received a phone call. And um, I had no idea. It said New Jersey number. I answer it, and it's um, hi. My name is you know. And she's like, I'm the manager of this department, marketing department, and um, I wanted to know if you wanted to have a chat. And I was like, absolutely. So mind you, I had I didn't even remember you know putting my application in for this role. Mm. So she tells me she's like, well, the position starts in a month. She goes, do you think you'd be interested? And she kind of gave me like the outline on what a day to day. So I'm like. Like my mind's going like a mile. I'm like, Wheels oh yeah, I'm like sure, I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> so before she even finished, I was like, yes, I'll take it. And um, my first day, they kind of gave us a, a look. So we were handling sales, we were handling um, suites, we were actually out on the field. It was so it's such a like diverse role, wow. and I love the fact that we were able to work with the social media team because it kind of showed you and um, highlighted if you had any skill sets within right. that you know that um, department. So I was grateful for that so I wasn't just stuck into one one role exactly so it was very very exciting so you're Definitely. just you just moving around and sports you're <laughs> doing just the everywhere again all the experience no that's yeah. awesome I want to see more women in the forefront of sports I feel like because I, I you know I I love basketball that's my yeah. favorite sport I'm not that knowledgeable of the other sports. I, I will watch football. Mm-hmm. I'm understanding what's going on now. <laughs> um, but it's like a male-dominated thing. And Absolutely. then it's WNBA. And I feel like even then, it's there's not equality and fairness with so many things. Like, even with the situation yeah. that happened recently with Britney, you know, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the way that was handled and things like that. Same. So I want to see more representation. So this is beautiful. Yes. So what do you think separates a female uh, sports journalist from a male and how do you think you can use we can use that as leverage to get more opportunities for us yeah so I love this question because my first like introduction into the sports industry was not the best Um, I actually went to a job fair and I remember I was so excited I had my portfolio my resume cover everything and I remember I had my my whole blaze everything I was just ready Ready. and (laughs) as soon as I pulled up I just remember seeing so many men in suits and I'm like where's the women Where, where's mm-hmm. like what's going on so I was a little bit discouraged at first I felt like I didn't belong and mm-hmm. I felt kind of like unseen and it even got worse to the point where um, when once we actually went into it was held at the MetLife Stadium um, when we actually went into the stadium I just remember you know you see the NBA representative you see the NFL representative and I eventually I went to one line, the shortest line I could find because there was so many people there. <laughs> and I thought, all right, I have to like make sure I'm I'm on point. So I go into the shortest line and the guys, all the men before me are, yeah, they're getting all the applications, they're getting everything, um, and the guy's giving them information on the role. So soon it was my turn, 
I remember I was like, yeah, so let me know about the role and how, what it's this like. And the guy was very dismissive with me. Oh, like, it was boy. like, well, are you good at math? What was your major? I said, well, I'm a journalist. And he's like, yeah, but this role entails more analytics. I said, yeah, that's what I focus on. So he was kind of being very oh, dismissive. And yeah. like, I felt like I was wasting his time. And so I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, well, can I at least have an application if, you know, maybe in the future there's an opening role that would be suitable for me? And he was just like, well, I don't have that many. Yeah, it was it was bad. I that's was like, what? Horrific. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I just wanted to grab my things and just leave, but I didn't. I stayed there, networked. I actually met some amazing, amazing um, individuals. Um, but it did leave like a really bad taste in my mouth. But my advice for you know like a woman in the industry and something that kind of differentiates us is that yes, there aren't too many of us. Mm -hmm. So when it is our turn to kind of like you know show our talents and you know, be the voice of whatever you are working on, it's important that you kind of stay on top of it. You don't give up because it's it's insane how dismissive people You could have walked be. away and been like, Absolutely. I'm done with sports. I was like this close. I said, are you kidding me? So it wasn't until I actually, I had an internship overseas that it kind of reignited my flame for the sports industry again because I saw so many women in leadership roles, and I said, you know what, I could do this too. What do you? And where, where did you do the? Yes, so this was um so this was actually after I went to the job fair. Um, it was a school assignment at first. It was okay. You guys got to find an internship. It doesn't matter where it is. Just get one. It was like one of those things. <laughs> okay. I said okay. So I figured I would think outside the box, and I ended up um, applying to. It was actually held in Spain. So soccer, oh. La Liga is huge. Wow. And I didn't even know it was that deep until I went there. So I said, eh, what I got to lose? So serious. It's I know serious. that much. Yeah. It's like it's literally like a religion. Like it's like soccer is huge over there. Yeah. So I didn't even know all that. So I'm like, eh, what I got to lose? Let me throw my um, resume out there. They literally called me like the next day. They said, hey, when can you start? Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was just, it was happening so quickly. And I literally packed my bags up. I was out. And eventually I remember um, once I got there, didn't speak a lick of, lick of Spanish. <laughs> so it was very, you know, I was, I was. Did you, were you translating through Google? Yes, I had Google. <laughs> then my Wi-Fi was messing up. I said, oh boy, this is going to be something. I was ready to come back home. I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. But my first day, my manager, woman, amazing. That's like, great. Amazing. It's just like, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so you, just because you have one bad experience, don't let it sour everything else. Because you'll find exactly where you belong in the long run. That's so dope. Yeah. So how do you handle criticism yeah. that you hear, you know, and, and, and overall in the sports world, how, how do you deal with it? So I feel like you take it with a grain of salt. You know, no one's no one's perfect. Whatever um, information you do put out, you know, we make mistakes. You know, it's not the end of the world and not everyone's going to agree with you. And that's why I actually love this field, because it's like, you know what? Yeah, everyone has their own opinion. So whatever say I say, opinion. exactly. Yeah. I speak what I, you know, what I what's on my mind, and I actually, you know, generate facts behind it. So whether the person agrees or disagrees, that's a hundred percent on them. But that's what kind of keeps the conversation going. Yeah. So instead of being, you know, dismissive with it, like why are they saying it, I embrace it. I'm like, oh, they read it, at least, right? At they listen it, <laughs> and I think that that's one one of the. Um, benefits also right. of being a woman you know one thing we're gonna do is speak our mind absolutely <laughs> absolutely and we have to we really have to <laughs> so um 
tell us uh, maybe some success stories or like experiences yes. you've had since you started in this path? Yes. Yeah, so going back to um, La Liga, um, I actually did have my own like constructive criticism, like my first time. I was so nervous. Oh, God. So my job was to write an article. And um, I remember it had to either be about the game, whichever it is, it had to be an article. They were just kind of like, just do your thing, freelance. They want to see where we were at with our writing skills. So I said, okay, cool. So I actually reached out to several soccer players, and they all reached back. They said, oh, sure, like, let's let's do the interview. So what I didn't know was, like, there was, like, proper guidelines, because I'm freelance. I'm oh, used to, like, you know, kind of just doing my doing own, your thing. own thing. Exactly. So I remember I was so excited to go to work today, and I was like, yeah, I got an interview with this girl and did it and they were like you got what <laughs> and so I told her they said okay they're like that's great and I love that you did that but we have like our own like they're on contract so it's like completely different oh, than what wow. so I was like okay so can we use my statement or not and they're like yeah we can but just so you know in the long run you know there's certain procedures that you have to do so I was like okay so I was yeah. a little bit like uh -oh. experience. absolutely so I um I definitely pumped the brakes on that but um it's so funny because one of the um, one of my managers she was like you know what let's use that statement because it was actually really good and I think it'll be great for the posts and so I was like sure so it was my first professional um article that got um published for La Liga so that was thank Dope. you so yeah it was definitely it was a learning experience but it turned into you know one of my biggest achievements as far as like interviewing with an athlete that's where the experience comes from you know right, from right. the criticism so how since you had uh, the opportunity to go overseas, mm -hmm. do you notice like a major difference in the athletes overseas and in the U.S.? Oh, night and day, really, night and day. I feel that they're not as like showboat, like really? nothing's like as flashy. No, they're very, oh. they're very laid back. Like Damn you wouldn't be able to. <laughs> yeah, we do the most over we here. We do the most. We we gotta make it known that we somebody. Right. <laughs> Over there, it's very laid back. They're extremely humble. Not saying athletes here aren't, but it's just, it's a cultural um, aspect to it. And they're very, like, respectful. The fans are respectful. It's, like, family-based. Like, they're that's prideful, the best. too, though, right? Yes, they Take pride yes, in what they do. Absolutely. Um, and I just remember when I was there, it didn't feel like I was, you know, working for a lot. Like, I, it felt like you were part of a family, in a sense. They're very, like, home homely. So I was oh. like, you know, I really like that about that. But, like, compared to, like, the Giants, it's like... I don't know. It, it doesn't feel that. It doesn't have that same vibe to it. Mm. Completely different. But, yeah, the athletes are a lot more toned down over there. So you, you've been around the Giants, the Giants players, I'm assuming. Yes, okay, yes. Okay, so what, what is that like when they are preparing, getting ready for a game? Like, So we can't say anything to them. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's completely professional. We treat them like regular. We don't even say anything to them because they're working. So um, they make that very clear, your first day of orientation. <laughs> they're like, don't Dang. talk to the players. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, man, I can't even get a conversation. But they're very fun. They'll say, you know, obviously small talk here and there, but um, nothing like, you know, let's just, Instagram with shit this no, no, that. Yeah, yeah. completely um professional so um yeah it isn't it isn't as like personal as many people would think okay <laughs> so what uh sport would you like to see more women thriving in oh 
oh my goodness, all of them. <laughs> but um, the most, I would, I feel like basketball, we have such a huge chance to, um, to elevate that more, to get more fans in, to get more, because these women are playing, they are busting their behind. They are doing their thing. I mean, it, the best defense I've ever seen is in women's basketball. Hands really? down. I've ever seen, like, they're oh, talking gonna start, on defense. you going to start some stuff. <laughs> she keeping it real. You're going to get some people mad. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but it they, is what it is. It is what it is. I just see they talk more. They're, it's just a different type of bond. Like, I played basketball for, like, eight years. So I just remember we just had a different chemistry with our teammates than the men did. So mm. it was kind of like we worked more as, like, a team instead of, like, oh, who could get the most points or you know so forth on but I just remember it being just so much more like a, a teamwork effort mm-hmm. and that's what I see in women's basketball so I definitely I'm hopeful that the WNBA could just like take that leap and just be you know just as competitive as the NBA but that's you know that's like trying to <laughs> yeah I, I went to a WNBA game and I was just like blown away I had great seats mm-hmm. and I'm like why isn't it more packed in here mm-hmm. this is so entertaining right. you know um my daughter she's very tall and I was like you're gonna do something with this height <laughs> so I, I pushed her into she did uh, some basketball some volleyball mm-hmm. and I would like her to have more representation to look up to to right. you know it's true. Yeah, I agree. I, when I was younger, I was looking at Candace Parker. Candace Parker's still playing. She just yeah. signed with the Aces. So I'm like, you know, obviously we need some more um, some more top Incoming, players yeah. and more people coming in so people could look up and be like, you know, I could do this too. But, again, like Candace Parker, she's one of, like, she just keeps Your breaking. Favorite? She just yeah. keeps breaking records and his, making history. She was actually the first woman to um, um, host the um, – one was it? It was the All Star. So oh, commentating that—that's wow. that's incredible. That's incredible. So you know to see that it's like wow, we took this long. We took this long to do it. I think that's kind of like a telling part too. It's like man, it took this long. Why is it taking this? Why long? is it taking this long? And Candace is like the best of the best. Like Top why wouldn't she ever had that opportunity before? Right. You know, I'm grateful it happened now. But it's like man, we're celebrating things that should have been. Been Long done. Time ago. Yeah, I yep. agree. Any uh, favorite female coaches? Oh, oh man, I gotta really think about that one because <laughs> I do love the Aces coach, and I'm trying to remember her name. She's like phenomenal. She's just she has so much passion, and when she does talk to the to the players, you can see it's like. She's very disciplinary, like mm. completely. Very militant. Yes, like they don't they they make sure they're on point. So I was like, you know, she's she's an excellent coach. Oh my goodness, I wish I could remember her name. I gotta actually, I gotta look that up on my phone. <laughs> but yes, yeah, she she's the coach for the um the Aces, Las Vegas Aces. But wow. yeah, she's she's incredible. So what are your plans? What are your dreams as far as your business, mm-hmm. sports with Bree? Like, where do you see you taking it in the next five years? So, you know, that's the best part of the journey is that 
I'm not exactly sure where I'm hoping to be, but it's a lot of room. It it's, is. A, it's such a big area. Exactly. That's so, cool. yeah. so it's I feel like the diversity of it, like I could end up either, you know, doing broadcasting, doing the writing portion, doing so many different elements in there. So I'm very open. That's another thing. Like I'm open to new experiences. So, you know, working for the Giants in the marketing department as a journalist, it was very different. So I said, hmm, like, mm. how are those going to, like, really fuse together? And, again, one of the greatest experiences I've ever had, and it was out of my element. So I feel like in the next five years, I'm just so open for new experiences, but I do want to just be a journalist. That's, that's just something I just love to do. Awesome. And whether that's with ESPN or NFL, um, Sports Center. There's so many. There's so many to name. Yeah. But um, as long as I'm in my element, I just feel comfortable and just talking sports. You do what you love. Yeah, that's that's love. it. That's why I love sports with Bree so much because I'm able to just be myself, my authentic self, and just give out the sports news. Yeah. Right. What about? How do you feel about uh, tennis? Ten. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, so tennis. I remember. Um, one of my best friends, she actually, she was ex, she was amazing at tennis. She was so, so good. And I remember I couldn't play it because I was playing basketball. I was doing, track, I was doing the most. But I was like, can I do tennis? My coach was like, you don't even have the time to do tennis. <laughs> and I wanted to do it so bad because I always, like, um, the coach always told me, he was like, you would be so good at this. And I was like, yeah, I was like, because I, I don't know what it is, but every sport everyone thinks I'm good at I think it's because I'm tall they're like oh you be good do, do this do that do you and I'm have like good hand eye coordination because I, I do, can I'm a lefty it just it goes wrong it goes wrong <laughs> I do think <laughs> thanks for basketball you know that's like 100% okay. hand eye coordination so it's like um, once I did that I was like man I really want to you know play tennis but I wasn't able to really you know deep dive into it like I would like to mm. you know but that was always something that I mean it's one of the most competitive things to watch it's incredible like I would see them go from one side I'm like how how are they doing this how they keep up with yeah them. and how did I think I could do this it, it looks it looks tiring I I'll be out of breath for them. Yes. So, outside of Venus and Serena, because it's so easy, (laughs) who are some of your favorite female tennis players? I'm going to have to say Coco Goff. She's just like everything about her. She's she's very young. Now, Coco. She's in she's in the U.S., but I'm not exactly sure if she's like from like outside. No, she's she's in the U.S. Okay. But um, when she plays. She gets like really like pat like oh, she kind of reminds me of Serena when she plays like oh. she gets you can see the frustration like the really young Serena yeah. when she was yeah and it's like you can see how like the passion that she has for it so and she's very hard on herself you can see that like she's like wow yes like when she's in the zone don't mess with this girl she she's, <laughs> she's focused a, she's focused but I think that's probably the reason why she's so liked because mm-hmm. not only is she amazing but she's just like she's very disciplined on herself she's like all right i gotta do this i gotta do that and she just comes does what she gotta do and she leaves and i love that about her but yeah i would say definitely coco golf yeah so cool Mm -hmm. um i don't think i know of any 
women's soccer leagues are there there are okay so teach me i'm trying to this is a learning moment for me it's still a learning moment for me because i know you said that you spent some time so like i was wondering are there any female soccer players you know the amazing part about it is when i worked for la liga there were a lot of female coaches um and one of them she was actually very young she was in um the uk and she flew to spain to literally live there and coach all the i mean she was coaching the men's the women just for that yes she's actually was working that's a life man yes but i was like man you're living in spain for this i'm like wow i was even thinking i said man what am i thinking your life (laughs) the whole thing i said wow because i mean spain's not bad to live in it's amazing beautiful place. but yeah she um there was actually there was youth league there was like the um the teens and then of course you had the the professional ones adult league but there was a mixture of women and men um, but of course, unfortunately, the most popular would be the men. And um, but it's amazing because you see these women teaching the men, I'm like coaching them, and I'm like, wow, wow. yes. So I mean, if there's one thing I could say, they're definitely. Um, a lot of women in those roles to coach and you know manage and I, I've seen that a lot when I worked overseas so mm-hmm. yeah that was definitely inspirational to like see that because you don't see too much of it here like they're still talking about the first female coach and I'm like really I oh, think like, that this country on? is just behind in a lot they are <laughs> like we're really late with a lot of yeah. stuff and yeah. things that we're celebrating here countries have done they're like you guys still didn't get a, a female get coach get with the program yeah and wow. it's, it's it's terrible but in the same sense it's like you know that it just kind of motivates me more to kind of push out and do as much as I can to, you know get that recognition because yeah. it's like it's taking a little bit too long. <laughs> Maybe you could create a new avenue yeah. that hasn't been thought about before when, in exactly. terms of sports for women. Exactly. So what has been your most challenging part of your career so far? Most challenging? Oh, I'm going to have to say taking no's. So that's like, you know, you're going for a job and you think you got it, you have all the credentials, and they're like, no, or they or they don't say anything, they ghost you. So mm. I'm always trying to elevate, always putting myself out there for any opportunity. So I see any type of opportunity that mirrors who I am, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. So the most challenging part would be the no's. When you constantly get no, you're not good enough, this isn't for you, or whatever the case is, it could be like, so debilitated to your soul you're like oh my gosh like what do i have to do so what do i have to do so this show is called godless intentions because we go there and we talk about stuff that are sometimes uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so aside from us being women do you think that women of color absolutely more challenges when it comes to this field absolutely like without a doubt um i was actually um kind of disappointed this women's history month when i saw it was like a certain organization um they posted like we're celebrating women history month and it was um it was kind of telling because all it was 72 women that's a big number that's a big number and literally there was like three black women three and i was like Wait a minute, let me count this again. I was like, oh no, my math ain't that bad. I'm, I'm counting, I'm doing, I'm yeah. like, 72 women and only three were black women of color. I said, yeah, that's a problem. And it was, it was, all, it was like, 
do I even want to be involved with this? Because it's like you do want to work for, you know, the company of your dreams. But if they're not highlighting you or showing like, you know, anybody that looks like you, how how is that going to help you feel when you, you know, it's like a constant hit. It's like, sheesh, like what else do I have to do? I have the credentials. And then you it's kind of like plastered right there in front of you. Like, well, no wonder why I did Blatantly, it. Yeah, yeah no wow. wonder. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, you'll see so many like women um, on like LinkedIn. And you, something like something that I do is when I prior to going to a job interview, I always want to see who's interviewing me. Cause I'm like, okay, let me see, you know, how they, how their do journey start. Let me yeah. do their home. Let me do my homework. So I remember I literally saw it was this, um, this one professional and she worked for the NFL. Like she had like a dream job. I was like, wow. And she started from something that literally had nothing to do with sports at all. And then it was like, bam, she was in the NFL production. Damn. Like, bam, she went into like VP status. And I'm like, whoa, that's a big jump. That's a huge jump. I'm like, who does she know? Like, what? How? Like, it's did about she get? Who you know. It's about who you know. And it was just kind of like she just like, like ice skated right to it. And it's like I'm like, keep trying. I'm trying to get you know, all these credentials. I constantly, I'm always in school, educating myself on this. And it's like it's still sometimes it can be not discouraging. Enough. Absolutely. It is. And you see that you're like, okay, well, I did this, 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 and it's still not enough. So you definitely do look at that, you know, being a woman and being a woman of color, it certainly does make things a little bit more challenging down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So what do you do to stay motivated? Sports with Brie. I had to make my own platform. I was just like, you know what? We don't need <laughs> right? the seat at the table. Nope. We're just going to make our own. That's it. That's what it That's is. That's it. And... That's the exact mindset that I had. I said, okay, you know, and that's what keeps me going. And if you do know, it's um, Carrie Champion and Jamil Hill. So those are like my favorite journalists. Okay. And um, shout out to them. Shout out, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) So they, um, they're also women of color, and they, um, they actually made their own platform just recently. So it's like. I'm noticing a lot of people and women of color, they're making their own platforms. And it's kind of like, hmm, like... Making history. Making history. And I'm like, wow. So it's it's something that does motivate me seeing them start their own platforms and, you know, get the get the people to come in and listen to what they have to say. And um, that's why I love it so much because it's, it's something that pushes me and motivates me to just keep writing. That's it. Well, you're, you're inspiring me right now. First of all, you're very informed on your stuff. <laughs> and Thank I can you. tell that you really love what you do. And um, I think that more... It's, it's more girls, younger girls coming mm-hmm. up need to see this. I'm sure there's girls in high school that have the right. same... Not everybody wants to do makeup and hair. People <laughs> want to get into sports, and I love that. Right, right. So what advice do you give, uh, like, a high school graduate that's getting ready, thinking about it, and she might be seeing the same things yeah. you're seeing, and, oh, it's not a lot of people that look like me. It's not a lot of mm-hmm. doors. What, what would you say? So it's funny because I'm still on that boat. I'm still trying to see, you know, that light in the darkness. But I always say 
work on your craft know what you actually really want to do because it is it is a very like many other careers it's very um competitive so you want to do something that makes you stand out something that makes you unique and we all have a gift all of us every single last one of us amen so when you hone in on your gift you find it you you literally work on your craft it it will just get so much better in the long run and but you have to really stay true to who you are never change because a career thinks you have to look a certain way act a certain way make your own platform if needed and just don't just don't give up i know that's so cliche but it's like it's you're going to get it's a real. lot of no's yeah. and i was like oh my goodness no 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 and it's like you just can't take it anymore you're like sheesh when am i finally going to get it but you will get the yes but it's all about you being like very disciplined with yourself you have to say okay they said no i'm just going to get closer to what i actually need to because I feel like there's always going to be you know closed doors on our path but mm -hmm. that's just going to redirect us to where we need to, where be. You're supposed to be so yeah. it's kind of like a blessing in disguise but just def definitely hone in craft your skill and just keep going just keep going because you're going to find the people the platform everything that's just, for it's you all set up for you you just got to believe in yourself you really do all right yeah. so let me ask you this last question you can do a write-up on anybody, like your dream article, person, who would it be, uh, out of any any Ooh. field of sport. Don't get too fancy, because I told you I know mostly about... <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to go, you know what, I'm going to have to go with my Cowboys. So okay. I love, so Michael Parsons, oh my gosh. Is that your gosh. favorite player? Love, love, love him. Shout out to Michael Parsons. <laughs> He is incredible, um, but yes, he's on the Dallas Cowboys defense. Okay. Um, absolutely incredible. I feel like his mindset, like he makes the whole team. Like if anybody knows the Cowboys, where we be like this, tell them, tell them, so okay. y'all need to call her. <laughs> she can give y'all some advice. Yeah, so he's definitely somebody that I just feel like he sets the tone, and he definitely has changed the team's chemistry. Like, like that wow. and I've noticed that they're just a lot more focused they're a lot more on point and it's just him it's literally like soon as he got there I was like whoa where this defense come from wow. everybody's on point and um if I could like interview him I would just be like how like how do you have that mindset because it's like he just has a winner's mentality like even when mm. they're they're losing he's like I still won because I got you know nine tackles he's looking like at this at the glass half yeah. full and not half empty absolutely and he always has like a smile on his face because he looks at it as like you know what I did my part I did exactly what I had to do and the Cowboys they got to get with it because <laughs> I'm tired I'm tired sports of with Bree. sports with listen Cowboys <laughs> she's coming for you guys I am I am well I'm so glad that you came today yes. um it was so much fun learning about the different aspects of sports and um Shout out to you. Shout out to women yes. that are doing things outside of the box. Yes. That are not limited to hair and makeup. Just the norm. I just I just love seeing it. <laughs> I am going to learn how to play a sport. That's my goal. And <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm so serious. Like I I, I love watching basketball and I, I picture myself like, you know. Yeah. Hand eye you coordination. You're gonna help tall. me. You got this. You got this. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to um Another wonderful episode of Godless Intentions, Women's History Month. Shout out to the great pioneers before us, yes. now, and for the future. Peace out. All right.